1: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, introducing the greatest top 10 show, the movie Mount Rushmore, featuring the 1AJ Anthony Jordan, the UK's favourite film critic, Nico Doreau, the silver screen dude! Oh, hell yeah. Hey, screeners, how are you doing? It's myself, the 1AJ Anthony Jordan. Ahoy!
2: Me, Nico Permission to come aboard, sir.
1: Permission granted. Do you know what? I got a massive compliment the other day. From who? My, my um, young nephew. Oh, yeah, go on, what? Not so much of a wrestling fan. You know our. He'll learn. You know our, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, yeah? Yeah, yeah. He, apparently, he prefers me to Road Dog.
2: Well, yeah, so.
1: <laughs> well, yes. I was I was
2: extremely touched. I prefer you to Road Dog too, AJ. Oh, <laughs>
1: thank you. I'm, I'm <laughs> doubly touched. Touch squared.
2: Touch square
1: Anyway, yes, moving on as we Touch said. like a seaman. <laughs>
2: Hello, sailor. <laughs> like
1: and not buy, people. I just want to get that, I just want to get that clarified. And for our younger audience, you'll get it when you grow up. <laughs> you'll get it when you grow up. But um, <laughs> that was a cheeky jab. I've right? you, huh? <laughs> that was a cheeky jab to, to start the show.
2: It's not often that you don't have a comeback.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Um,
2: it was the, yeah, you've yeah, really got me there. Yeah. I-
1: okay. <laughs> Moving on, for those of you who are reading it, or for those of you who just like the surprise, who just see the word top ten and join back onto the the Silver Screen Dudes movie, Matt Rushmore, I say welcome and thank you. Mm -hmm. And this topic is relating to the sea, the oceans, and all things maritime. Indeed. Yes, yes. And it's in honour of the upcoming film, which... The Meg. The Meg. Um, This is really interesting, The Meg, because... It looks interesting. It looks interesting. I'm mixed on what the reviews are. Nick has... Profoundly professed box office blowout. This it's is gonna, gonna It's Jason gonna,
2: yeah. Statham punching a shark. <laughs>
1: On paper, it all works. Yeah. <laughs> On paper, it all works. But let's just say Dwayne Johnson punching a building didn't, so you never know. Because that movie sucked. Big time. That um, yeah, um, you you didn't see the review because it didn't come out because it wasn't worth recording time. So we're just going to say it right now. Skyscraper is a must avoid. No That's offense, horrible. I love. I, I'm a big fan of Dwayne Johnson. The cast were okay, but the film was just terrible. Horrible. Yeah, really, really horrible. Okay, so um, let's go before we get into it. Nico, would you like to introduce everyone into how the movie Mount Rushmore works?
2: Is it sailor boy rap time?
1: <laughs> I, if you can do this maritime, <laughs> you're onto a winner. Shall I try actually? Yeah, so this is how am I?
2: <laughs> oh, whale of a tale about a top 10. Oh, whale of a tale, it's true. If you subscribe on iTunes now, I tell you, you'll get a podcast. I'm giving up. I'm...
1: <laughs> <laughs> Kudos for trying, though. Kudos for trying.
2: Here's how the movie Matt Rushmore works, guys. AJ and I each get a t- top 10 list delivered to us each week either by the fans or we pick one ourselves and we go our separate ways and we make our individual top tens. We then come back in studio and we deliver to you, the silver screen dudes, our top ten lists. AJ will go first delivering his bottom three. I will then go delivering my bottom three. AJ will deliver his next two. I will deliver my next two. Then when we get to our top five, we will trade one apiece. If at any time while we are rounding off our top tens, one person has a movie in high position, that person will say PUNT! And we will punt and talk about that movie when we get to the high position. Once we have both delivered to you, the silver screen dudes, our individual top tens, we will combine our list to make the movie Mount Rushmore. These are the for quintessential must-see diverse movies of this genre.
1: <gasps> Take a breather! And I would like to congratulate you once again, and this week I could t- express the look of amazement on oh, our young guest's face as you um Yeah, guest's us. the that. Z- yeah. unit
2: The Z-Man. <laughs> how you doing, sir? I'm good, how are you? Oh, I'm good, I'm Zanet. good. Yeah. Instagram winner.
1: Yes, indeed, indeed. He has the honor
2: of joining us. Where can Don't- people find you on Instagram? Instagram, plug it, plug it. Instagram. At zany168. At zany168, follow him now. Indeed, indeed. Congratulations to you, sir. Please. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right, so here Your we You're number 10? My number
1: 10. This one had a bit of a mixed review, but I actually really enjoyed it when I finally caught up my chance to see it. Anaconda. How's that an ocean movie? Well, it's merit it's to do with water. How is it an ocean movie? It's, it's, you it's, ain't got a river
2: on me here, have you?
1: The only I mean, one. If you don't want it, I
2: can go for another switch, film. Switch it, switch it. Vetoing. Ocean. Top ten ocean movies. I, I Not water up. movies. Okay. Ocean movies. I will then go... Oh, but then in the
1: oceans at the very end of this one. Alright, screw it. I'll go with this one, because this one was close. This one is a pleasant film. You're actually going to be shocked, like, how did Anaconda make it onto this one as opposed to... This film, Master and Commander.
2: How did Anaconda make it onto your...
1: Because Anaconda got a bad rap. Everyone loves Master and Commander. I like it. Anaconda. So do I. It <laughs> it
2: do. It's a fun B movie, but it's not an ocean movie.
1: No, 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 no. I went with, like, it was a creature of... I can't call it a creature of the sea, because then you're going to be like, it's not a creature of the sea, but... No. It was interesting. The but snake. Anyway, big, big and snake. <laughs> yeah. No, you wouldn't see Anaconda anyway. Yeah, okay, Master and Commander. Never seen it. You've
2: never seen Master never and Commander. Never seen Master and Commander. It was on my honourables, on my to-watch list. I've never got around to watch it. Uh, do you know yet. what? It's been a while since I've seen
1: Master and Commander, so you have to bear with me. It's it's the story of a British captain, determined that he he determined to go through all the rivers and the seas, going in in, in a sense of a war. They're on a journey to find the states. I believe it is actually.
2: Is it the but states? The,
1: State. Oh. I, what I know from it
2: is this that is that why. I'm pretty sure they got Charles Darwin on board, don't they? And I'm pretty sure they take him to the Galapagos. Yes, yes, yes. the
1: it it's the Galapagos.
2: But it's that journey,
1: and you go through your the, the troubles that you face at sea, as as one naturally does. And Russell Crowe is, you know,
2: is Russell Crowe? A, yeah,
1: exactly. There's a film we're going to bring up later. Mm. But it's of a determined captain and that spirit to drive your, your your crew with you. Ooh, I think we might be on the same page here. Maybe. There's obviously two versions that you could go for on that. They
2: were definitely on the same
1: page. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know which one you went for. But anyway, it will come later. I, come on. <laughs> <by. laughs> I might shock you with the one I did go for. But um yeah, it was a really interesting journey. You've got two different sides of sea captains the good guys and the bad guys yes this is the good guy side absolutely rallying your troops it's been a while since I've seen it and I've wanted to re-watch it in essence for this but I didn't get a chance to but there's a bit of comedy and spirit and that real real determination is my key in that one but it's a really good film it's one yeah it's one to watch
2: I don't know why I've never got around to watching it the channel had me I've, I've seen clips of it and I loved it I've just never got back around to watching it
1: Fair enough. It, it's one of those. It, it literally is the time scale, isn't it, sometimes? It's, yeah, yeah.
2: It's just catching
1: all Too movie. many movies. Indeed, indeed. Your number nine. This one had to make it on my list. You know me, you know it's going to make my list. Waterworld. It's my number ten. Okay! <laughs>
2: Do you know what? Waterworld, here's a funny one. Because I remember we both watched this when we were younger, Yeah. enjoyed it. I remember we both watched it when we were adults. Slammed it. I've rewatched it recently. It's fun. <laughs> it, it's, it's Mad Max on water. That's
1: exactly what I was. Gonna, that's how I was going to break it down. It's you know your dystopian world yeah. where it's just not the way. It, for anyone who doesn't know, this is where the ice caps have melted, so the Earth is now covered something in water. So kind of relevant. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> logically, it could be there.
2: You know, well, something that could come. Happening. Yeah, it's happening.
1: So you know, hopefully we don't get to that level of it. And as you said, it's just that Mad Mad Max type story just on water literally yeah um, Kevin Costner is our half um, half human half fish
2: <laughs> um, well it's, it's morphed isn't it Ichthyosapien uh, yeah Ichthyosapien so Sapiens.
1: they are um, it's a new breed of human that's out there at the moment and so he, he can spend obscene amounts of time underwater like a fish but he has human characteristics and was it Gills Behind the Ears wasn't it yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah.
2: This is, yeah. Gene Triplehorn plays the love Chess, Dennis Hopper plays the villain. A very interesting villain. Uh, it, it was fun, Deacon. It's, it was fun. <laughs> and
1: yeah, and it was it's a rescue. Like he rescues them in the beginning, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. yeah. And then it's Gene Triplehorn and her daughter bonding
2: out. At sea yeah, and, and
1: him being the I, I I I sail alone kind of gentleman. Yeah, 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 and,
2: um, yeah. very much alone wolf. Yeah, but then obviously gets a soft spot for Enola the young girl, and takes them to dry land. Yeah, you know. it's yeah it's well dry land was a bit of a myth isn't it they didn't believe if, if,
1: was it right or is it? yeah but in the film they couldn't believe that there was dry land and
2: yes it's yeah I, I really enjoyed it I got what. a massive kick out of it I rewatched it just because I was like oh come on it's an ocean movie I'm probably never ever going to watch Waterworld again just rewatch it I actually enjoyed it
1: that's good no it, it deserves it I, it, it blew me away so much as a kid, there was no way we can have anything to do with the sea, the ocean, and I'm not gonna mention Yeah, you Water can't World. not mention
2: Waterworld, exactly yeah. right. Yeah. You're number eight. My number eight... We're going animated on this one. Oh, indeed. Yeah. But which one? There are three to go for, really. There's <laughs> five, essentially. Oh, we'll talk now, then. <laughs> which is the one you've gone for? Finding Nemo. That's, that's your eight? That was your eight, yeah? yeah? That's a punt. Okay. Out of cool. curiosity, what are the other four you're pitching? I've got Little Mermaid and Moana. What have you got to pitch? Well, there was that Shark Tale and story. Those would be five. That would be five. Shark Tale doesn't need to be mentioned on this podcast.
1: Shark Tale is bad. No, horrible. <laughs> I couldn't finish it. It was. I, I loved Nemo so much. I was like, yeah. you're
2: trying and you're not winning." So yeah, that so. was your eight, and we punted. My ten was Waterworld. My nine, uh, maybe a punt Good movie, Deepwater Horizon. No. Okay, so this movie I think came out a year or two ago It's with um, Mark Wahlberg, John Malkovich and Kurt Russell It's about the BP oil disaster The Gulf of Mexico Now, the movie's actually very, very well put together Um, It's kind of like all the things that went wrong in the build-up to that You know, the greed that the BP men showed on the oil rig While the oil rig guys are kind of like Hey, we're pushing it here We need to go by the book and be a bit safe And the BP guys are basically like, no, get on with it Money, 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 money. Make it rain. And rain it did. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Not the rain they wanted though. Yeah. No. Now, but however, I've got a major issue with this movie. Can I just go for a guess before you say it? Go. Was it Wahlberg? No, okay. no, no, no. <laughs> Wahlberg was actually right. Was n- the performances were solid. I had no issue with the performances. It was as just before the credits rolled. They did one of those, you know, black screen Ooh. title outros. And it really bothered me because they were like, 11 people died on Deepwater Horizon, which was the name of the rig, which is tragic, you know. Yeah, no, definitely. Absolutely tragic. I would hate to be in the position of one of the families who lost, you know. Considering how many women were there, it was so few men, it's terrible that the ones who did lose out, you know. Yeah. Horrible. No, no, no. It's 11 men died, and then they kind of listed the men's names, which made it, I was like, this is bothering me a bit here. I'll get to why in a moment. You know, it was like, this is the worst, this was the worst oil disaster in maritime history. And it's like, no, no, this isn't an oil disaster. This was not a human tragedy. This was an environmental tragedy. Mm. You haven't mentioned anything about, not the 11 or the oil, but the millions of coral and fish that are dead of, this, of the uh, maritime birds that are dead of the years and years and years that it's gonna take to get the Gulf of Mexico back to being clean again. No mention of that. Mm. And that really, as a diver, that really pissed me off. I was like, look, rest in peace and God forbid anyone else had died on that rig. I'm not saying that. (laughs) No, But But to make the movie about like 11 people died and it was a bad old disaster, I kind of felt, ah, fuck you. Some, you see sometimes I think as a diver
1: is one thing but on a social conscious level is another mm. so it's it, and when I and I'm not gonna say it's all good I don't say that disheartedly right yes we must respect and honour the lives that were lost however 100%. there is a message behind that that we're still trying to cover up because not a lot of people are aware of the impact of what happens when you do something so yeah. yes an accident happened but let's say the accident didn't happen yeah. There are still millions of lives lost, as you've quoted. Yeah, the environment is still being affected, yeah. which can affect us all in the future. Yeah, and that is something. When you have a chance to pass on a message, do it.
2: Pass it on. And they didn't. I, they really shied away from it, and that rubbed me up the wrong way. I can. I can understand that. Aside from that. The movie was really well put together, like the interpersonal relations between all the men on the boat, the way that without being any type of oil expert or drilling man, or, you know, drilling mechanic, I didn't know the ins and outs of, in detail of what they were doing, but the movie brought me in in a way where I could follow, understandably. Um, And, you know, when the accident actually happens, it was very clever because, you know, in most disaster movies, what is it? You get a bit of character development for 20 minutes, then the disaster happens, And then usually it's a come down after that, isn't it? It's like an extended sort of fallout of what's happened. This movie did it the other way around, which I much prefer. It was a sort of hour, maybe hour 20 of character building up and you felt the tension building and you could see where everything was going wrong along the way. Then the disaster happens and the disaster's there for a good 30, 40 minutes of screen time. And it is intense, man. Like, it's intense. It's really... It was beautifully put together. I've got to give it... Credit where issues, directed by Peter Berg, who is also responsible for Patriot's Day. Okay. So, b- proficient director. My number eight, um, I mentioned a few months ago, and I imagine you still probably wouldn't have seen it, Into the Blue.
1: <laughs> no, it's actually on my see list I, I didn't get around, yeah.
2: Paul Walker, RIP, Jessica Alba, and Josh Brolin. He came up on our Josh Brolin list, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It came up, sorry, not here. <laughs> Um, now, Into the Blues is wonderful, man. I mean, if you want to hear me wax lyrical about it, go back and listen to Hashtag twice.
1: Jessica Alba in a bikini. <laughs>
2: he does. My two favourite things in life. <laughs> Scuba diving and having Jessica Alba. <laughs> like, what more do you want? <laughs> so old it's, it's, a, it's a treasure hunting movie. It's about a, a, a diving instructor. Wonder why I like it. It's about a diving instructor and his girlfriend who basically come across a sunken shipwreck and it's (laughs) full of money but in according to maritime law in order to lay claim to something you have to find the name of the vessel so that can be the captain's log that can be the ship bell usually in that time it would have been the ship bell um but the problem is right next to this sunken wreck they found there also happens to have been a plane full of the good old chai yayo colombian marching powder That has crashed into the sea And now the gangsters Headed by Tyson Beckford And Josh Brolin Are coming after it So Unfortunately Bad location (laughs) Yeah Uh, As it As it goes Yeah Yeah. Really bad (laughs) Really bad It's a movie of coincidence But it's really well done It's really Really well done It's a small movie It's only an hour and a half But it's oh so much fun Cool 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 Okay Number seven That was it The Life of Pi Honourable Honourable I
1: came across this because I'd actually been told about it a while ago and someone said to me you really need to give this film a look yeah yeah. and it was quite refreshing I was like you know what here's a chance now yeah to really see it and what I like about this film is it's about it's about your conscience, really. It Absolutely. really, it really make, plays on the conscience of... I mean, for anyone who's unfamiliar, it's the story of a, a, young, well, a young gentleman whose dad owns a, a zoo in India, but due to economic reasons, he's actually selling all of his animals and the family are moving over to the States. So while they're... Um, traveling to the States with the animals that he's going to... No, they're moving to Canada, isn't it? Yeah. And then the animals are going to the States. While they're on the boat, heading towards the States and Canada, a massive storm comes along and wipes out near enough everybody, mm. short of this young gentleman and a few animals. So it, was, it, it starts off with what you'd believe is a Noah's Ark story. Kind of, yeah. yeah. but what you do see is that... What was it? There was the hyena? Uh, was I don't it a goat? You know, Yeah, but anyway, yeah, a goat and a rat. They, su- they survive on the boat and then this tiger comes along. Yeah. But what we don't realise is, is that the tiger was hidden underneath. So after all these animals have been warring, it's now a, j- a journey of one gentleman surviving on a rowing boat <laughs> in the middle of nowhere with a tiger. And it's the conscience of when he has a chance to survive and, you know, he's scared of the tiger. And then he has to survive just outside of the boat on a little dinghy that he's made. And then there's a chance that he's on the boat and the tiger's fallen off. Does he let the tiger die? And it's how you play with your conscience and how you appreciate life, which is really interesting. What also got to me was once he talks about his survival Mm. and the story he told the
2: doctors. Yes.
1: And it was like, ah, so which story would you prefer? Yeah. That was
2: like, ooh, ooh. Moral conundrum. Yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) So that that was a really interesting spin. So that... It was, it was different. It was a different a Very feel. different. Very different. And I thought, yeah, worth a mention.
2: Most Absolutely, definite, mate. Most great definite, shout right. life of Pi. Yeah.
1: your number six. Pi is short for Piscine, which is swimming pool in French. <laughs> that's what his name was. Yeah, just thought I'd go for it. Number six, The Shallows. Yeah, that's a great movie. It's an yeah. honourable. It's an honourable. There's obviously a more iconic shark movie to be mentioned. Yeah, yeah. yeah. P- <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, and I toyed with it because of. Diff- I'll get into the toying of it as to why the positioning is what it was. But this... I What's who did it again? What's Blake Lively. Blake Lively, that's it. M- m- Mrs. Ryan Reynolds. Mrs. Ryan Reynolds. Good job, Um yeah, yeah, I was going to say, just similar to how you talk about Jessica Alba in yeah. Swimsuit. Blake Lively. <laughs> as much as that, there was a whole lot more to appreciate of this film. This is a real survival film in
2: the sense that she's a surfer. It's got oh so many mistakes though. As a diver, I'm just <laughs> just no. Okay. As
1: a diver, I suppose, yeah. I suppose in this one, from from a casual point of view, ignorance may be bliss.
2: Absolutely. I think ignorance may be bliss for myself. I was like, but I can still say I was entertained by it enough that I was like, do you know what? Whatever. Leave it yeah, it.
1: I mean, to be imagine you're surfing... And uh, is it the shark attacked her while she was surfing, was it? And that's how she ended up on the rock?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, there's a big whale carcass that's there. And that, that was she it. Yeah. Sharks.
1: yeah, that's that's what brought the sharks in. And she then has to survive on this rock and tries to su- make.
2: The seagull's yeah. awesome. The seagull, oh, it was really cool. The, the, I love the way when she relocates his wing and he's out.
1: Like, ow. <laughs> well, that's a way to say thank you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was, we saw it together, isn't it? The shallows, yeah. The shadows, yeah. 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 Uh, uh, it's an interesting, um, it's, it was good to see a, a shark story retold, because we have a classic one, and I thought, this one's good, and it's a matter of survival as well.
2: You're and talking Deep Blue Sea, right? <laughs> honourable. Honourable. I'm, I'm going
1: to it, honourable <laughs> on my list, yeah. So this, yeah, I really enjoyed this one. I thought, okay, because I didn't expect to enjoy it. I'll be honest, I was like, okay, here we go. Shark
2: movie. Shark movies are great. They are. Shark movies are great. But they never, they never portray sharks in the right way. It's really. I think sharks are evil. I think it's because you,
1: it's it's that big bad. (laughs) You can make them the big bad very easily, and it just works. It's not good.
2: Yeah. So that was my number six. Shallows is great fun. I mean, it's uh, the mistakes. I mean, okay, little bit of education here for you. The way she kills the shark at the end, you know, by dropping that anchor. There is no way a human being can descend that quickly without rupturing their yeah, sinuses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, on that right. side, yeah. She be dead. <laughs> In a very painful way, yeah. Yo, oh, God, yeah, yeah, you have no idea. It, oh, oh, pain. Um, the, <laughs> to be impaled like that, the shark would have also had to be going at a rate of knots that would have actually caught her. So it's like, <laughs> come on now. The physics just worked for me. It really didn't work. But I mean, I did like uh, I did like the way it was very much, you know, one location type movie. I like those movies where it's like uh, based on one actor's performance and you set the whole movie in the same location. I was yeah, like, that's cool. I like that. The shark jumping on the rock at her at the end. I was like, oh come on! <laughs> yeah, know. No, they no, no. don't do that. What's next? It's gonna roar. Come <laughs> on. Or just go, oh, broke. <laughs> that would have been another one. That would have been good. <laughs> Oh man, so my number, that was your six, yeah? Yeah. My number seven is James Cameron's The Abyss. The Abyss? Have I ever seen The Abyss? I hope you have. The Abyss is very good. No, I haven't. So The Abyss basically starts off, it's, it's, it sets the, the tone very well as James Cameron movies do. It starts in a submarine that gets rammed by something. You don't know what it is, you know, it's, they build the tension very well. The guy on the, who's got the sonar going, it's getting faster, it's this close, it's this close, it's this close. And then you just hear this, boom, this hit on the sub. And essentially, then the movie picks up with Ed Harris, leading a team of really deep sea water divers. We sort of have to stay in a recompression chamber for like three weeks after their job, you know. Deep sea shit. Stays Uh, It sends down a team of divers to try and salvage this submarine To try and bring up the bodies To try and find out how the hell this submarine got hit The Russians are denying it The Chinese are denying it The Koreans are denying it What the hell hit this submarine And this is where the mystery happens There is something down there with them And it's not a monster It's not a deep sea creature It's not human But it's very, very cool (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay, interesting Okay So you know UFO Unidentified flying object Just take it underwater Underwater <laughs> flying object Okay Right Aliens underwater mate It's cool it's <laughs> yeah, really cool. I can work with it It's really it. cool And in a typical James Cameron way He knows perfectly how to trick your eye Because there's If you know what you're looking for You can see there's some points Where the, everything he's using Is like miniatures right But then there's some points Where it's actually practical And it's actually people Under there in the water And it's like Okay yeah Nicely done For the time, as always with all camera movies, the effects are just absolute second to none. Absolutely. He's, he's a
1: master. I he really I, I, is. That you know, has to be the word, a master. He, he really is. He knows his craft. He knows his craft.
2: Once again, very powerful female lead. Ed Harris right there with her. I can't remember for the life of me who plays her. It's going to kill me. She plays Marion in Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. It's killing me. Is it Mary Elizabeth Mastro
1: Antonio or something like that? That's Something like that. Monta- Tony Montana's sister, isn't it? Um...
2: Yes, 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 yes. Tony Montana's sister, exactly. Um... So yeah, she's brilliant in it. There's, <laughs> there's got, it's got one of the best lines I think I've ever heard. It's basically her and Ed Harris's character, they're out of loggerheads with each other. And they were talking on the radio. She's being very pass- uh, openly aggressive with him. He's being very passive aggressive. And then when they go off the radio, he sort of says, oh, God, I hate that bitch. And then one of his co-workers says, probably shouldn't have married her then. And it's like, oh! Oh. Now we, that's how you do some exposition One line No, None of this unnecessary troubled marriage exposition One line Exposition done That's good script writing yeah. And that type of script writing is what permeates throughout the movie It's excellent Cool okay. So that was my number 7 My number 6 Ally my name's Bruce. It's <laughs> I, 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 Finding Nemo. Uh,
1: okay, okay. There's another Bruce about, so I thought... Good
2: man. <laughs> that ain't number six, bro. <laughs> I didn't think it would be. No. That's what I was no. like, whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. Mm-hmm. Come again. Right. We'll explain the Bruce story later.
1: Yes, indeed we shall. Finding Nemo's always fun. It's, it's, it's one of those that... Uh, <sighs> the beginning caught me but it didn't I was like okay where's this going as the journey I remember seeing it oh it was so sad it was it was sad but I was like okay like yes there's a story of how Nemo's mum went away and we understand who Melvin is you know the overprotective dad yeah again very very
2: good exposition
1: and then I was like where is this going what is the story going to be and then it builds instantly of you know Nemo just wants to He just wants to explore, you know? He believes he could go further than he's overprotected dad. You actually side with Nemo on it. You're like, yeah, Yeah, just let him out. And then it's like, the one time you don't listen. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah,
2: you know? What's fantastic is the way that they both grow as people. Yeah. Like, Nemo actually gets to show his dad at the end when he's like, no, dad, I can do it. Look, watch. I'm going to do this. Yeah. You know, when he saves them all. So he grows and actually. Becomes, is a... Sorry, is that airplane mode? Because
1: it will interfere with the thing.
2: (laughs) So he grows as a character, you know, being able to actually accomplish what at the beginning of the movie he couldn't accomplish, just thought he could. And Marlon grows as a character in the sense that he actually starts to trust his son instead of being so overprotective. So they've both got really good character arcs.
1: Yeah, no, definitely. And I think even for him, it just in general, he'd like to relax more. Like, he'd seen this journey. What the, the world... You know, it's a big journey they had to do to get to, mm. to um B-Sherman
2: 32, Wallaby Way City. That's the one.
1: Yeah, so I think it was that the characters were iconic you know all the different
2: fish and sharks bris. they really did it well yeah i think they. Was, re- and i'm saying that as a diver who's seen these fish underwater like they did it really well from the sharks the trevally the jellyfish the deep sea angler fish i was like this is cool man. yeah 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 it was right. really I, I think it was an eye
1: opener as well for yeah. some who aren't so familiar with the creatures her uh, beneath
2: <laughs> no everything. and i think a lot of people wanted to go and explore after seeing yeah emos. oh no it definitely does give you that kind of oh this is pretty yeah this is nice many colours I like it yeah Yeah. diving is a very cathartic psychedelic experience it's great Um, it's not much I mean if you're listening to this podcast you're a movie fan I'm pretty sure you would have seen Finding Nemo yeah
1: I mean but that I mean essentially that is the story anyway we haven't hidden the story it's you know Nemo gets captured taken to Australia and it's the story of a dad Daddy has to
2: go uh, find him
1: and along the way he meets Dory in case you're wondering how Dory comes along the, 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 the short term memory loss what do you call it bluefish?
2: What's, what's uh, but she is a powder blue tang
1: there we are a powder blue tang a bit more edutainment for you guys there <laughs> for the official name but yeah I mean that is essentially the story I don't even think we could I mean it's fun it's you know, it's a kids movie so you know you're going to laugh and enjoy it it's got that adventure and yeah, family yeah. value to it but that is essentially Finding Nemo I don't think there's more we can add to it or take off from
2: it no, it's, so, a, yeah. it's, it's one of Pixar's classics oh most definitely right time to change what a piece what's your number five right my number five I don't know if you've seen this one The Enemy Below I've not even heard of it mate fire it's, away uh,
1: it's a story um, World War 2 war submarines and it's the Americans and the Germans and it, I'll give you the names okay, I keep forgetting their names Robert Mitchum and Kurt Jurgen's.
2: Kurt Jurgen's. no yeah. oh, I don't know it.
1: they are they're the two ca- um, captains or right, okay. commanders of these two world wars but they are the the best of the best so no. it's the, you know, it's the ultimate good... <laughs> two sides. I can't even say... I don't want to... Well, essentially, most of us would say the Germans were the bad guys, but, you know, it's two...
2: History's written by the winners.
1: <laughs> yeah, so there you are. But it's the the best that America has to offer versus the best that the Germans have to offer. And it's a tactical game of trying to eliminate each other. But in that war that has been built, and a tactical game that has been going on between the two, yeah. the amount of respect that is earned either side. It's a... For me, it was an eye-opener. You know, a lot of films, if I can get the year, bury me a second. This film was released 1957. Wow. So it's got, it. it's, it's, got, it's got some age on it. But it I was like okay this is this is enjoyable you know nice, nice, it, it's, nice. it's that tactical game it, essentially what war was you know I always my go to war film was Saving Private Ryan you yeah. know this was an iron opener. but this is when you see it from both sides and this was a, well, quite interesting as well you're studying it from both sides and you're seeing that this is what we have to do but okay, oh okay I like the way you've done that and you know in a time of, okay, eliminate, will you eliminate? Or is it, okay, we won, do I have to eliminate?
2: Yeah. 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 You know? You sold me. Yeah. I like the sound yeah, of it. It's, it's, it was a very interesting film. So you've gone old school. I have gone documentary for my number five. Hit me. The Cove. The Co- no, I haven't heard of that one. Oh, man, that's a tragedy if you haven't heard of it. The Cove is about a team of researchers, not researchers, of journalists, who go and research what the japanese are doing to dolphins okay in uh in southern japan basically they do this very barbaric fishing process whereby they almost beach dolphins and now what's terrible is that you've got all these multi-million international conglom- conglomerates like sea world who are basically coming into the beach and sort of picking the dolphins and sea creatures that they want and then you're wondering well what happens to the rest of these dolphins surely they let them go of course they don't let them go. They And they're trying, for the whole movie, to try and find the secret cove where the dolphins are being taken. And you're like, what is going on in that cove? And they finally manage to get across, hide cameras, and capture the whole thing. And the whole movie is the build-up. You know, the fishermen are chasing them away with guns and everything. You know, it's secret. And it find, turns out that the dolphins are basically just being massacred in this little cove. Because it's called a cove. It's called the cove. It's just being massacred. They take them in fucking harpoon them through the head it's you know it will bring a tear to you alright it is vile what they do to them and then the really terrible thing is that they sell dolphin meat off which is very similar in colour to whale meat but highly toxic because dolphin meat is full of mercury um They sell the dolphin meat off as whale meat. So there's not only the fact that there's this barbaric act going on, which SeaWorld and all of these big international companies are in on, it's a group of people lying to their own country and effectively poisoning their own people by selling them poisonous meat. And it's all true, it's all a documentary. It's kind of like, how can this still be happening?
1: How can the world do this? You know, it comes back to the, the one with the oil rig what's that called Deepwater Horizon Deepwater Horizon I'm going to have to bring up this word again yeah social conscious there comes a point where you know how can I say it we, we, we've all been to a zoo we've all been to a sea world or something similar mm. you know we, we're all guilty of certain things one way or another we all have pets you know essentially an animal's not meant to be owned so there, there, we, there are limits and you know I, you're a hypocrite for saying one over the other on certain bits but Straight massacre. Like, you know, it's bad enough that, you know, it's bad enough that we have a situation where this capturing big market, if you will, you know, there's essentially a black market, you know, (laughs) is going on. But the fact that once the ones that aren't there... They're not deemed worthy. Yeah, you're not deemed worthy to live. Yeah. That's really sad. I mean, you know, okay, I I choose you. I mean, essentially, what picks one dolphin over another? You'd be like, oh, give me that one. Yeah. You know, he looked like he smiled at me. Just because you have to kill the next dolphin because of that. And then to go kill your population by selling this meat on, it's just, it's
2: vile. It's vile. It's vile. It's an absolutely vile movie. It's one which every time someone has watched The Cove. Now, there was another documentary which I need to mention because I was hesitating between which to pick. But for our audience, I'm... you know, I think it's much easier sell to sell the cove. There was another one called Shark Water, which was very similar, which is about the South African freediver and cinematographer. Again, I wonder why I like it. <laughs> um, and his big thing in life with sharks, and his thing was blowing the lid off how evil the shark fin trade is. You know, because effectively, it's, huge, yeah. it's not just huge, man. You've got to imagine what you're essentially doing is, it's barbaric. You know, you're slicing the, not just the dorsal fin off the shark, you're slicing their tail off. And you're slicing their pectoral fins off. And then you're throwing them alive back into the water. Ooh. Like, that's a cruel death. That's, 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 yeah. And, you know, people are like, oh yeah, but you know, sharks will eat us. First of all. <laughs> Fun fact. <laughs> first of all, sharks will not eat you. They will bite you. But frankly, if you came into my house wearing a speedo, I'd bite you as well. This is, this is something I'm always very...
1: It's not cautious. fucking environment it's their homes but they, I always say this to people I always say this to people it's like going into a jungle you don't, don't, don't be shocked that the lion's attacking yeah you're in exactly his grounds right. yeah you know we're bad enough that we, we you know we've really marked our territory because yeah. essentially people let's blow the lid right now you going to call me crazy if you wish we're animals too yeah, Of course. so as a breed and species of animal we've built what we've had to build we've marked off what we had to mark off yeah respect their area yeah, yeah. you know and uh, you know I'm not a vegan I'm not a vegetarian so I can sound like the world's biggest hypocrite or the most confused guy walking I accept that but there are some stuff I respect Hmm. if I go down there that's a whale that's a shark that's a dolphin's home that's a fish's home you know mammal also (laughs) (laughs) and anything over here you know we all have our zones respect it
2: respect it people don't go walking in the Serengeti there's a reason There'd be lions. Yeah. There'd be tigers. Ty- no, tigers. There'd be <laughs> cheetahs and there'd be leopards. There is stuff going They won't
1: bite. They will bite. And the thing is. Again- and then you
2: watch these YouTube videos, which are really morbid of people like who've been attacked on the Serengeti biting, and you read the comments, it's like, well, you had it coming, mate. And it's like, yes, I agree with that. But then you see people being bitten by sharks, it's like, oh, sharks are so evil. No, 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 no. It's like, are you fucking kidding me
1: right now? The other bit that gets to me though, and let's just be honest. We are talking predatory animals. Apex predators. <laughs> yeah, so... it up, Randy Orton. had to do it. In that, you have to understand, when they see movement, whether they intend to or not, they're going to take a bite. Because nice. you know what? It's nature. And you who are listening to this, eating your KFC or whatever meat you're enjoying, you're just as guilty. Yeah, yeah. Just you had someone kill it for you. But now
2: here's the <laughs> thing. Here's the thing about sharks. People say the mi- biggest misconception is sharks will eat me. Now they won't. They don't like the taste of us. They'll bite you, and then, you know, it's a equivalent to giving me a Brussels sprout. <laughs> I'm spitting that bad boy out. <sighs> yeah. That's what sharks do. The problem is, obviously, once you're bitten, you're probably going to die from blood loss. This it, is the danger. It, it, but this misconception that sharks are a predator to us is inaccurate. So that's the first thing that needs to be overcome. Then you've got to bear in mind, because of the shark fin trade and that you can check the numbers and fact check me on this but I know the numbers no I, I will trust <laughs> 3 to 7 people are killed every year by sharks do you know how many sharks he killed every year? do a number give me a number throw a number out at me I guarantee you won't be right throw a number do you know I'm going to go low
1: and I, when I say low some people think it has that low I'm going to go 500
2: 500 I know it's no. now go near. high oh, do you know what i will let like 0 5,000 alright do you want me to tell you what the number is? go 100 million that's Disgusting. A hundred million sharks. Fact check me on no, that. No, 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 I believe you. I believe you. hundred million sharks are though. killed every year by people. And, <sighs> and seven are killed by us. And a hundred million sharks are killed to support the shark fin market. Because shark meat, just like dolphin meat, you can't eat it. And if you do, you're endangering yourself because it's full of mercury. And the bad thing about all the shark finning is that it's been actually proven. Not not theoretically, (laughs) actually proven, the way that we need air to breathe proven. Shark meat and shark fins lead to not only impotency, but lead to Alzheimer's. And you've got people gouging themselves on this stuff thinking that it's some sort of, you know, I don't know, diuretic or aphrodisiac. It's like, read a book. (laughs) There is legitimately no explanation behind that. I Read a that,
1: fucking man. book. There was That's that's just weak. That is just so weak. Why would you do this? Why would you do this? I I thought, the world will continue to baffle, but hopefully you've been entertained and you will know to stay away from
2: shark fins. <laughs> yeah, and sharks are friends, not food. Preach, Bruce from Finding Nemo. Fish are friends, not un- fish are friends, not food. That applies to sharks too. Fish are friends, go. not food. Right. Okay. So yeah the, the Cove But yeah is yeah. a good Good documentary But the real documentary I want to play No for but the I Cove. think But
1: I think we had uh, You know what Especially now With our Our young viewer Our young winner With us We have a chance To edutain Let people yeah, yeah, know yeah. And
2: hopefully change the future Yeah absolutely Six for friends Not foodsy unit
1: Right okay Your number four My number four The second In my animation That I had to bring up
2: Moana Ain't it good Moana's amazing Ain't it good do you know what, what? More can I say than you're, you're welcome? welcome.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, Moana. Do you know? All right, here we go. Wrestling, Mark. I, I heard Dwayne Johnson was in it, right? Oh, Obviously the Rocks watch it. It. Let's give it a shot. It has He was such, great. He was great, but it has such a story to it.
2: You so know, beautiful. It, it,
1: there was the whole learning the Samoan culture, which yeah. I realised that's why Rock done it. You know, he's, yeah, yeah. He's, his granddad was a, a high chief, so this yeah. was this was deep rooted for him, and. It really opened eyes, you know. To, the, the, I like the way in the beginning it just shows you that whole. This is our culture. Yeah. this is how we. This is how we operate. This, this is, is what how we, we rock. Do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. i intended <laughs> indeed. I love that one. And then we have the 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 story of Maui who. Yeah has provided everything that's gone on. But what happens when young Moana is forever being called to the sea, but her dad is holding her back? Why is dad holding her back? Because of the tragedy that happened when he last went out to sea. But then she keeps being called back for a reason. She keeps being called back for a reason. If the more she tries to go there, it's a bit like Marlin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but this time it's not, don't, <laughs> again, stay away from the water. Yeah. <laughs> it's that. But the fish, the fish that they hunt, it's now gone dry yeah <laughs> something needs to be done mm. and she's willing to take on the task yeah and then that budding friendship between Moana and the demigod of Maui who mm. since the, since he's provided everything to the world he seems like the spoiled brat who no one wants to know like he, he, he he's a tainted demigod you know yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Which is kind of why yeah. I love them
1: Yeah, it is, isn't it? And it's like, okay, yeah, you yeah, you guys don't appreciate me Fair enough, don't worry You're yeah, welcome yeah, Exactly, you're welcome That was such, yeah What was the, what's the crab at the bottom of the ocean? Shiny! What's his name? I don't know I can't remember his name I know the song, Yeah. But I didn't know his name it was, it just, it's such a wonderful journey and It really is th- and
2: th- The animation Can we talk about the animation? Like, that makes you want to go That's like, you know, that's a Kodak moment, that movie Yeah there's some beautiful. I love the effects they did on the water.
1: Yeah, that was that that blew. Yeah, it blew me away. It really some great graphics. Beautiful, great graphics. Absolutely it.
2: beautiful. It really, it
1: really did deliver. I, I yeah, it was such a good film and some really great sing along.
2: Ali Carvalho know, and Dwayne Johnson together. Yeah.
1: Did you know, one of the things that really caught me was um, the, the the essence of how. How can I say? It's really funny. It after I saw Moana, I was late to the party on Moana. I'm not gonna. Yeah, no, me answer. too, me too. I was like, well, what? You know, I think what's really unfortunate is there was this Frozen frenzy that's going on. Oh, isn't it true? Because I think Moana's is not given the credit that Moana deserves.
2: No, Moana better than Frozen.
1: Well, I'm still yet to see Frozen. I'm going to put my hand up to that. Mm-hmm. But I I, I, I can put it out there. I have a friend who saw Moana, and Moana was on loop for about two weeks. Mm. It was just on loop. That's yes, how much she loved it, and uh, rightfully so. You know, as you said, this tracks, that when they come together, and I always remember one time I, I've heard, um, the, is it it calls me? Is that the song? Yeah,
2: yeah. I've been standing at the edge of the water when the
1: credits are going up. Yeah, that singer as well. I was like, oh
2: it moved. I it, loved this it? song. Ah, yeah. oh, oh, loved it. It's wonderful that movie. Absolutely, uh, Moana deserves more credit
1: mind. than she gets.
2: One hundred percent. I have a feeling we're going to pump for my number four. Um. Titanic.
1: Ash made honorable. What? Yeah. How are you leaving Titanic off? Do you know, essentially, obviously, yes. I'd there is yes. There, there was a story in itself that doesn't revolve around the sea within it, you know? Obviously, all oh, of them yeah. have a story.
2: You say that for anyone. More exactly, wine, that's what I said, thing. all
1: of them, but, but no, because she talks to the ocean. Oh.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Poor choice, out <laughs> of all of them, yeah. It, calling her, we just said that Pay, keep up, didn't you get the memo
2: <laughs> no I know
1: I, I, I love Titanic, Titanic I have so no really. good for what you
2: just said I'm just sitting here s- staring in my juices now
1: <laughs> it, carry on No, all it. of them, <laughs> watch it <laughs> um, no Titanic is a wonderful story it really is, it's a wonderful movie it, it's one of those as well that I didn't expect to enjoy yeah. I didn't expect to enjoy a love story in a boat like, That's not what Titanic was about It wasn't though Essentially, it kind of was though no, no, no. What I'm saying is If you were to find a copy of any of our British newspapers out
2: here,
0: yeah,
1: There was at no point, did anyone mention Jack and Rose no. <laughs> Or anything
2: to do with a love story No but it they, they mentioned Boaty McBoatface <laughs> Another reason yeah. why Another reason why Democracy doesn't work like people <laughs> Exactly. You give exactly. people the vote he could call it anything. Boaty McBoatface. <laughs> like, come on. Yeah,
1: yeah. But, you know, that, that, that is what I thought. But it, it, it's a well-told story.
2: It really it, it's is. It's a
1: really great story. And then once the 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 connection... It's not, it's, it's not a spoiler. Once the boat hits the iceberg, you know... Shit goes the down. The story expands so much more. And it, you actually there is the whole love story which makes it emotional even more emotional but you actually watch it like oh my days this, yeah. this is what went down
2: yeah like,
1: yeah wow
2: I'm just wow. saying there was enough space for both of them on the door
1: oh there's, there's enough of
2: them <laughs> I know Kate it. Kate lot. was a big girl but there was enough space for
1: both <laughs> the, the, of them there was enough space there was enough space that, that she shouldn't me. have let Jack go <laughs> no no that, that was harsh that was harsh
0: I, I'll never let
2: you go I'll never let
1: you go. Like, that was bad. Why don't
2: you move your big ass over and let the man sit?
1: <laughs> leave <laughs> her alone. That leave bitch. her alone. But no, yeah. No, Titanic. Titanic's a good shot It's a really good shot It's, it's a
2: great movie. It's really is. second James Cameron movie. I was going to say
1: this you know? is the other thing. This is further proof of the magic that Cameron can produce.
2: That which, last hour which, is just—it's yeah, oh, so looking, hard
1: to watch. It is, it is. You know all the different parts, and you know it's one of those bits. I also wondered where they mentioned the the band played till the end in you know something. like Yeah, it's at. beautiful. And where they show it, and I was like, not only did you show it, you, you played it well. You know, like yeah, yeah. And they just go for it. I was like, yeah, this is this is good. This is good. Just want to go on a slight tangent. Go. Go into it a bit further. Top tens to yeah. tangents. You <laughs> know, but Cameron is producing the six. Um, is is behind the look. Saminator is coming.
2: Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, so
1: that's something to look forward to, because Cameron he hasn't let me down. I can't say James Cameron has let me down. No.
2: he hasn't. Along the way, still like Avatar. Yeah, despite what people say, I love Avatar.
1: Slightly long. I can understand
2: where it oh so was fun, no you.
1: but it's it's a, it's a good movie, and hey, sequels are coming to that as well. Yeah, boy. Okay,
2: four, five, to be precise. <laughs> yeah, wow. there's a
1: few, there's a few coming. Okay, you're number three. My number three. I have a feeling this a pun, but I don't know if it's a light pun or a heavy pun. We're talking the official Bruce. Oh, it's a heavy pun. Okay. <laughs> right. Yeah, I, I had a feeling. I had a feeling.
2: What do you got better than that?
1: <laughs> Bring the rain. <laughs> it's a funny one. What, are we going on to you now?
2: We're going on to me, mm. yeah. My number three. 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. Do you
1: know what? I still haven't seen
0: it. How have you not seen this movie? I still
1: haven't oh. seen it. But it's, a, it's, a, it's one of those classics, isn't it? It is one of those classics that I have heard.
2: It's so good. It's Kirk Douglas and James Mason. It is the classic Jules Verne tale.
1: Can I also say, fun fact, I think it was the first live action Disney movie. Yes. Yeah.
2: It was. Yes. Another reason to be seen.
1: So good.
2: So Kirk Douglas gets in trouble in the town and gets recruited into the maritime marine sailors, whatever you want to call them, and the ship that he's on gets in a load of trouble because it gets attacked by a sea monster. Except it turns out the sea monster is the Nautilus. Ooh, the Nautilus, the legendary submarine captained by Captain Nemo. And this submarine happens to know where Atlantis is. And they end up going to Atlantis. There's the big epic battle with the giant squid. There's the exploration of the island with all the cannibals on it. It's just such a rip-roaring fun beautiful well made adventure how's it not on your list without seeing it it on the list how have you not seen it?
1: No, that, that is, it probably by the by the time this is aired I would have seen it because it's something I'm actually really dying to see
2: well let's put that to the test have you seen an extremely goofy movie yet half of it, uh, it ain't it good <laughs> yeah I'm enjoying it it's surprisingly
1: good isn't I'm it I'm enjoying it I, I have someone who's going to be joining me to be watching. Well, from but you the get movie. what I mean.
2: It's got no right to be that good. No, no, no. It yeah. should not be as good as it is. Yeah. It no, should. No. It's a goofy movie. All you want is. OH, 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 oh. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. You know. Well, you're right. Right. <laughs> yeah. But oh? no, it's, it's, it's cool. But it's got some depth to it. It does. Weirdly, yeah, it does. So it really. Yeah. It was. Uh, so you are yeah. being entertained. Okay. Good. I,
1: we have to. It's, what it's all about. <laughs> it's what. It's all about. I still remember the Titans. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh I saw it. okay I saw it. enjoy it's good yeah, <laughs> it's yeah.
2: good it's got a story to it, right? oh yeah got a story. uh right that was my number three your number two
1: right the the real life event that created the book in the heart of the city yeah that's an honorable okay I love that movie did, did the book make it into your top 10 what it
2: inspired just drop the name Moby dick no. Okay.
1: No. I toyed with the two because I actually watched in the heart of the I Soul. know what your number one is.
2: Okay. Yeah, I of course. it out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's
1: always. <laughs> um, what. What. Have you seen Moby Dick? The 19. 19- no.
2: Whatever. No. It,
1: it was enjoyable, but it's really a product of its time. Of that course. Was, that was the real. Like, you can see where. The boats are miniatures compared to this clay made Moby Dick which is the essential master giant whale right. so I, I, I actually really enjoyed it like I haven't read the book so like learning of Captain Ahab and all of that was really interesting but it was a product of its time like it, it's like uh, and it, it, the pacing sometimes was a bit slow in the, heart of the sea, in the heart of the sea yes which is essentially the real life story of what happened behind yeah. these gentlemen who Ishmael it, yeah you know hunt um, whales and they were after this giant, giant whale. Who, and it's really funny because you see the story. Chris Hemsworth's in there as the—he's not the captain. No, he's, he's the, the second. Mate. Yeah, he's the first mate, and he's there, but he Tom knows Holland's his stuff. In there. Yeah, Tom. Yeah, four. Yeah, four on Spider-Man <laughs> If your eyes, I could open any wider. That's the first thing that hit me. I was like, oh, hello, interesting. You know, and it's
2: the journey. Top and ten the- movies of the Avengers Infinity War cast. Check out the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> There you go. So I was like, this is really, and it was
1: real interesting, the, the journey and how much they know it, you know, ha- how much he knows the sea and how determined he becomes to want to hunt this. And that was the, the key point was the giant whale, because there was all these other whales that you can get, but it was this one mm. who you just cannot stop it. It's like, I, I see where you're going, but this is a big sacrifice. Yeah. This is a big sacrifice to prove it. Well, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't. And, you know, it inspired the book, uh, which is Moby Dick. But both of them are, both ways, whichever way, you know, you watch the real life story or the the Moby Dick tale, they, they are really desperate for this whirling. You don't always win. No, you don't. <laughs> I like you know, spoiler on this. I'm not going to say who survives, who doesn't and what have
2: you, but it's like, you may want to just... Yeah. What I found fascinating about this movie was that I thought that they balanced the life at sea, and the mad moments of the whale really well. Yeah. Like, it wasn't too little whale that it was boring, No, it wasn't no, no. too much whale that it was a monster movie.
1: No, no, it, but it was all, I think you can really appreciate the, the realisticness of it, the, the, the real life moment where you're like, this whale has been attacked and is defending. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It, it, it's defense mode. Again, going back Literally. to- Literally, you're in their arena now. Yep. You play by my rules. This is my house. This is my rules. Yeah, and it was that kind of okay. When is it coming? It has that element of a because you never know when it's coming. No, will you see it? But then it's like, well, and you should you know it, when it's coming. No, <laughs> you know? it decides. Yeah, exactly. I'm not fuck, fuck with, with you now. <laughs> yeah, this is how we deal with it. I, no, it was an iron. And I was like, okay. And I think again, the effects are top. This is it. The effects won it over between me and like between in the heart of the sea and Moby and, Dick. and Moby Dick it's like, I you know I, I i respect that you came first but technological technological advancements have really put it that this is a winner yeah, you know? I, I I would recommend anyone check Moby Dick. It's, it's on my honorable Yeah, I, I'm going to put that out there now. There's also one called Moby Dick 2010, which looks interesting. I haven't got around to say Moby
2: it, Dick 2010. The I, I title's I have, putting me off. I have a from,
1: you, you know when it? I, I have That's a like Jack in 2000.
2: Yeah, I have uh, a real strange feeling.
1: Yeah. It's TV movie, and it was like instead of being boats, it was submarines. And but I was like, okay, oh, stop it, no. I, I want to see where they're going with it. though. I haven't had a chance to, but you know, I've read it though.
2: Okay, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. But no, In the Heart of the Sea was a winner for me. I loved it, mate. It was one I, I wasn't expecting much from because it had been delayed twice. And yeah, yeah. I yeah. was like, ah, yeah. I like sea movies. Let's go see. Yeah. Um, yeah, I loved it. And I loved the ending too, the way it kind of ended with the start of the book. It ended with that famous line being written, Call Me Ishmael. Yeah. It was like, oh, I like that. Yeah. That's a good time. It,
1: it was. It really worked. It worked really well. Even at the beginning, of was like, Moby Dick, no. Oh, oh okay. Oh, it's like that now. Okay, here yeah. we go, yeah. And I, even when I was there, I was like, am I going to watch a Moby Dick movie? And I was like, no. Oh, it inspired Moby Dick. Yeah. This, this is big.
2: Yeah. This is big. Loved it. So, my number two, I don't know if this is your number one or or if, if we're punting or not. Anyway, my number two is The Bounty. No, that's <laughs> definitely not my number one. The Bounty. I know what your number Hit one is me. then. So, The Bounty... Haha, <laughs> how's this for a cast? Is this Jean Renault? No.
1: Okay, no, because I know you had a C movie with Jean Renault that was quite interesting.
2: Oh the big blue. Yes. Yeah, I forgot. <laughs> Do you know what? I'll, be, I'll hold my hands up and say I forgot the big blue. Okay. Completely forgot the big blue. Um, so. The Bounty, listen to this for a cast. <laughs> I'm gonna rock your world now. Anthony Hopkins, already good. Yeah. Mel Gibson, getting better. <laughs> Liam Neeson, still getting better. <laughs> Lawrence Olivier. Ooh. Whoa, wait, wait, let me drop the big one now. Daniel Day-Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All in a movie. You would have heard the story, it's been done before. I think this is what you were referring to earlier when you were like, is it this one or that one? No, that was In the Heart of the Sea or Moby Dick. Oh, right, no, see, I thought you were talking about this because there's The Bounty and there's also the old Marlon Brando movie, Mutiny on the Bounty. Okay. right. But I went with this version. Um, it was made, I believe... Yeah, it was 1984. So Mel Gibson is young and oh, handsome oh, yeah, in yeah, yeah. I forgot how handsome he was. Like, Jesus, he was a good-looking boy.
1: <laughs> he was, uh, like, he know, was a poster boy, he? Wasn't he
2: really he was. Like, I, this movie was like, this is why ladies lost their mind. Like, yeah. wow, he was a handsome boy. But it's a story of Captain Bly. He's the man who... The story is as follows. The British colonists are trying to feed the slaves in Jamaica, and in their utmost, you know, (laughs) uh, ignorance, they've decided that bananas are too expensive for slaves.
1: Ooh! (laughs) Ooh, okay.
2: So already natural produce, but okay, here we go. Yeah, it already (laughs) opens and you're like, wow, so you're not even giving yeah, you're not even giving the saves their own natural produce. The bananas are being brought back to the UK. The idea is as follows. They get this brilliant captain, Captain Bly, played by Anthony Hopkins, who I think this might have actually just jumped to being my favourite of all his performances. And I include Hannibal Lecter in that. Yeah, he was yeah, unreal true. in this. They send him. They say you need to go to the Southwest Pacific to go get breadfruit, which is cheap, sustainable, can be yeah. grown in Jamaica, much, much, much cheaper it's, it's, substitute yeah, for banana. Yeah,
1: still, still a much loved um, Jamaican dish out there, actually. British, well, there you yeah. go. And
2: it's because the yeah. colonists bringing it out there, the breadfruit. It was. It's not a natural naturally okay. grown in Jamaica. It comes from uh, Tahiti Nui Wow. Okay. Um, so what the British did is. That they decided they were going to send Captain Bligh and his uh, crew off to Tahiti. Now, because he had bigger aspirations than just bring slaves food, his thing was he wanted to be the first captain who would circumnavigate the globe. So the idea was, you know, there was there's one easy way of getting well, easy way of getting to Tahiti, which is you go down the west coast of Africa then go up the east coast, follow it all along across the Indian Ocean, jump off to Australia and then pass New Zealand and then you get to Tahiti, right? That's one way of doing it and then you just go back on yourself, right? The other way of doing it, which would be to circumnavigate, which no one had done at this stage, was to go down the west coast of Africa, so same way. But then you head west and you get, head to Argentina and you go around what's called Cape Horn this is the sea this sea is dangerous like even now people are afraid of it like it's just it's three different oceans crossing yes yes it's constant storms it's it's more south than south Africa is so it's really 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 dangerous like really dangerous glacial waters you know terrifying storms and they tried they tried for 31 days to try and get around this horn until they went forget it forget it and then they went back on their way and made it off to Tahiti Nui now having been months and months and months at sea the men were Randy okay so they see all these beautiful Tahitian women and then the captain's okay it's take a few months stay on stay on land you know mm. and then you know Mel Gibson gets one of them knocked up and the captain is quite he's, he's a very strict old school captain but then when the time comes to um, actually go home a lot of them actually don't want to join ah right and he sort of then instead of being understanding as to the condition he not only gets very harsh with them but he says not only are we going home we're going to try again to go around cape horn and that's when they're like no 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 no, mutiny you sir going overboard but then now here's where the problem happens he mutiny uh, the the crew led by mel gibson mutiny with him they send Daniel Day-Lewis off with them too. Uh, Bernard Hill's also in it. Um, so a few of them get uh, marooned with the captain. Then the, the end of the movie's very, very, like, deep. Because effectively what happens is, despite being on this small boat, the captain, being such a great captain, manages to ration, you know, what should have been two weeks' worth of of supplies across two months. And by luck, they find a port where the Dutch happen to be. And they manage to get back to England. And now Mel Gibson, because he's now committed an act of treason, they can't go back to England. So they've basically got to roam the seven seas. And they decide, and that this is the final shot of the movie. It's very profound. They find an island where no one's living, um, and decide to burn the ship down. And you know they're just looking at it. And someone sort of says to Mel Gibson's character a phrase like, "Well, we're definitely not going home now, are we?" And it's kind of like yeah you're mutinied but who got off the better here and it's very deep like you and the performances are just well, stellar it is just stellar filmmaking it's a very strong
1: cast i can I, I can i can see where that goes okay interesting interesting okay i think it's intermission time indeed it is indeed it is yeah okay guys Can I say thank you and I hope you've enjoyed it so far. You will have realised that the intermission has moved. Um, It's been a few weeks now. The reason behind that is we just thought we'd keep you on your edge to find out what our number ones are even more. Okay, so what would I like to say? And our Honourables. Of course. (laughs) And our Honourables and. And about Rushmore. Of course. Of course. Everybody loves Rushmore. Everybody loves Rushmore. Why are you
2: listening otherwise?
1: (laughs) Who does (laughs) this? it does what it says on the tin so we do deliver a rush for. more. <laughs> exactly so how did this become how did this all become what it is well right, this is a friendship that goes 15 plus years yes sir that means a friendship that is longer than your life <laughs> this current point in time yep um, so 15 years plus of friendship and we've always had a passion for film always talking about film in classes and in between and always had a vision okay, of doing talk, yeah being told off for talking about
2: exactly. filming
1: classes exactly yeah the go to guys when it came to film stop
2: talking about that goddamn blame movie and tell me what 2 plus 2 equals
1: exactly mm-hmm. we, we had it all we had it all so we, we we always said something will happen something will happen we just didn't know what and how and technology allowed it and it became one day once technology came in one day one day one day till one day became two day no we're gonna do this so we started off on a youtube platform we had many games many shows many reviews many news deliveries and then we brought it down now to the podcast to to a a game of discussing different topics time and time again and you know I say every week I have to thank you guys I really do thank you guys and appreciate as I said that was the journey it was just two friends who enjoyed films and it has grown globally you know you guys have subscribed and joined us and it's even reaching a new generation Which has really touched me as well You know, To know that we're catching all ages And film essentially is the thing that has brought us all together yeah. It's a passion of filming You guys like what we're saying So I'm, I'm really grateful for that And, it, and as part of our gratefulness As our young guest can attest to we, we like to interact and give back
2: Nico would you like to talk about how we like to give back? We like to give back by giving prizes, but we're not just a charity, guys. We like to interact with film fans out there and give prizes to them. So we have an Instagram page, search for Silver Screen Dudes, and throughout the week on this Instagram page, we will be uploading clues. It will be a photo of two movie posters next to each other. At first, they may seem to have nothing to do with each other, and we ask you, what do these two movie posters have to do with each other? What does this movie and that movie have in common? You probably won't guess the first time. They have been done though. Only the once, it has has been been done. done. But then throughout the week, the clues continue. You get two more movie posters every day of the week. Four films in common. Four films by Tuesday, six by Wednesday, eight by Thursday, ten by Friday. And you should hopefully, before the Friday posters hit, be able to tell us, ah, this is what all these movies have in common. And if you can get that right, not only do you have a chance to win some prizes... Sponsor, uh, courtesy of our sponsors, Luke Crate But we will also reach out to you. Uh, we'll pay for postage and packaging too, by the way, because we are such swell guys. But just, <laughs> but as well as paying for postage and packaging, sending you guys your very cool prizes from Lucrate, and also giving you the opportunity to pitch an episode for the podcast, so you can tell us what top ten you would like us to cover, something that interests you, and you want to hear what our top tens of the topic that you like is how we give back that's the one
1: so guys um in order to win it is subscribe follow our instagram page which is at silver screen dudes as well as the competition you will also
2: occasionally find a bit of news coming out from there um right back in studio should we round off some honorables before we uh before we do our number ones yeah actually no let's do our number ones first just in case any any yeah just in case ones. just in case all right, your number one aj
1: Oh, it has to be the Captain Jack Sparrow himself, Pirates of the Caribbean. Fuck off, really, they, It's the one that's always caught me. It's the one that's always caught me. Really? Um, yeah, pirates, pirates, pirates was uh, pirates was my first look, Pirates was an adventure. Pirates was the unexpected. Pirates, essentially, pirates weren't aged, which Bruce did. <laughs> that's the problem that's I have with I I I I don't hate Bruce. You Came don't first. Hate. Bruce was a classic hmm. but I think Bruce is iconic but Pirates of the Caribbean was the the franchise that shouldn't have been a franchise that's what I will say it should have stopped oh, yeah. I, I should have stopped at 1 yeah it should have stopped at 1 I was even going to say 2 but I, I've, I, I really haven't I've st- I stopped at 2 because I didn't enjoy what I saw hmm. but the the all star cast of Johnny so Depp you Kieran seen Knight. Three,
2: four, five? no see 3 if you've seen 2 because 3 can kind of conclude the story nicely but there's, is, there, is there a six on the way? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And Four I don't, and five, I don't know why.
1: It's one of those things that... <clears throat> All right, Kieran Knightley was at the top of her game at the time.
2: Top of your mind too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yes, indeed. Top of your head.
1: Orlando Kick Bloom Orlando Bloom was...
2: He he, was, he had done... He'd done Lord of the Rings. The Lord of the Rings. So he was Mr. Franchise at this point. Yeah,
1: he was Mr. Franchise and he'd also done Troy. Troy. He'd done Troy, which I think he'd done really well. So he was a... He, he, there was hope. There was good hope for for them too. And then there was Johnny Depp, who it'd been a while, if I'm not mistaken. Johnny
2: needed a revival. Yeah, he
1: needed a revival, and it was like, okay, it's been a long time since I I had done Sleepy Hollow, but it would been a long time since Edward Scissorhand and the, you know, who Johnny Depp was. And to be honest, it gave Johnny a revival, but I think it also typecast Johnny. Like, what has he done since that has really blown us away? There was Black Mass, Black Mass was, he was great. He was good. Movie was always everything he was else great. he's done that Disney have asked him to do have been terrible. Yes, I Tonto. He looks Willy good Wander, as Grindelwald in that new Harry Potter movie. That is something... I think that would be... Yeah. That would be something different. We've got stuff to look forward to. But in that time, I don't... I think he had a bit of a curse of the Black Pearl. Yeah, <laughs> he, had own, he had his own curse. But I think it was just this story that... It was just... It worked. We, we it, was could a, support. it was
2: a pirate ghost story. It, yeah, it, it was. It was a worked.
1: pirate ghost story. We supported the pirates. You know, there was a, Normally, there's a hero behind it. It was funny. Yeah. It had good humour. It's original.
2: Yeah, very which, original.
1: Which... Not... As I always say, two isn't the most... It's not the biggest field for originality. You don't get no. your most originalities from your 2000s onwards. But this was. It was a completely... You know, it wasn't Blackbeard. It wasn't it
2: You don't get your most originality for the big blockbusters. Yeah. Film as a yeah. given, I would argue. Yeah, no, no. For your blockbusters. And this one came out. And
1: you, you can see why they built a franchise off of the success. and the, uh, You know... Captain Jack Sparrow is someone that you can still see in Halloween today. Mm. You know, that's cosplay. People want to be Jack Sparrow. hundred percent. He's become one of the, you know, from all the legends of Blackbeard, um, Peg Leg, Hook. Um, oh, the one from Moby Dick. I can't remember his name now. I just uh, mentioned that. Okay.
2: Captain Ahab.
1: Ahab. You know, all of these legendary captains that are out there. Davy Jones. Davy Jones. You know, here we are with... Jack Sparrow completely created out of nowhere yeah. and he's you know he's
2: made his way within the maritime Falcon, yeah. yeah, so for that it's a the, great the, movie the, but I feel a few things it's mentioned too often and I just think that there's no movie I would take off of here for the sake of putting pirates on
1: fair enough okay in, in terms I of mentioning I'm looking
2: down my list there's nothing I would you had a very strong
1: list and I think those documentaries are really good
2: shout so yeah. those, those those parts there possibly into the blue but that movie's near and dear to me there you go there you go I mean
1: we, we have our near and dears not that I've been a pirate but I am from the Caribbean yeah.
2: <laughs> it has, it has its St. Kitts
1: right yeah. oh no no, no. St. <laughs> <laughs> <Saint> Lucia St. <laughs> Lucia Barbados Grenada anyway <laughs> we digress no, you've been gang Bruce 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 who the fuck is Bruce Bruce the original Bruce Bruce did you know is a lawyer no accountant accountant. But Steven Spielberg's accountant. Steven Spielberg uh,
2: created this uh, world famous uh, num. my number one is uh, num, Jaws. Yes. Does that you us? Jaws. Steven's yeah. Steven Spielberg's accountant was called Bruce and the shark in Jaws kept breaking down which is why they called it Bruce. Cost money, <laughs> <laughs> and
1: sharks tend to go, <laughs> tend to go for
2: it. Which is why the great white shark in Finding Nemo was called Bruce.
1: Bruce. Bit of a fun fact for you there, bit of education, bit of entertainment for you there, you bit
2: know. of entertainment. Jaws is just one of the greatest movies ever made.
1: Jaws is suspense. Suspense is Jaws. Like is Jaws that, is suspense. You know?
2: Suspense is Jaws. Yeah. <laughs>
1: like, I, I can't. I can't ever. I, I, you do have films that can, you know, bring suspense, but Jaws was one of those that really did bring it in. It was so powerful.
2: It was just to make a shark, not just a shark, but a monster, to keep that monster unseen, to create such fear with two chords, E flat and G minor. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. dun you know. Genius. To create all of these cool... Um, Camera tricks like the pull focus they do on Chief Brody to have guys like Roy Scheider to have guys like Richard Dreyfus. Oh man, it was just such a great trio of actors they had in this movie! Yeah, yeah. I mean, and it, the fact that Shaw sure, fucking lived through the Indianapolis, there
1: is that. There is the fact again, very similar to Pirates, it built a franchise, yeah. none will match the original. You know, but it, it still had its level of suspense throughout them. It wasn't yeah, Jaws one. No, I, it was never Jaws one.
2: Hell but no. But it,
1: it, it um, delivered it. One of the key things that always gets to me with Jaws, and uh, as I've said, time has not You're been on the Jaws shark's sides. aged. The shark has, but aged. the shark's
2: hardly in it. This I know, this is no, no, what no People but forget you. you are, the shark's only on screen it for it like twenty it minutes. Worked, it's
1: worked. F- it's worked. How it has, and it's always it, it was still deliver it because essentially it's still a shark. But some of the graphics, like some of the parts that we mentioned coming out of the boat, the head. The head, know, yeah. It, 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 it's graphic, but it's not as graphic. And the fact that because of the way time has evolved, Jaws in itself has gone from a 15 to a PG. It's mad. You know, it, it, the fact that I can watch Jaws on a boxing day. It's ridiculous. At midday. I think it was about three o'clock Jaws or on. I was like, it can't be Jaws. And it was there that element I can understand how it, you know it's my number three I don't knock the film I don't no. I don't knock what Jaws is to pop culture you know you can't there is no denying Jaws even the fact that even though it's subtly mentioned finding Nemo mentioned
2: yeah, yeah. named their shark Bruce means you have to pay homage to it you have to you know as you said the sad thing is is that it scared people so senseless that now people have still got this intrinsic fear of sharks will eat me it's all because of this movie it is yeah Jaws is essentially there is no shadows without Jaws there is no Jaws has sadly both given us one of the greatest films of all time but also negatively influenced the world
1: you know look, again this is in honour of the Meg the Meg doesn't exist without Jaws like, no shark movie exists no, without Jaws yeah including Blue Sea which I believe we said is honourable honorable on both ends you know the, the these are the elements of Jaws it, it, it's, a, ti- it, it it's is a
2: timeless classic that has sadly aged if that makes sense sadly aged but if you can look at it through the eyes of a cinephile it can always be appreciated of course it's I mean many films are like
1: that film. you know again going back to Moby Dick you know it it has its classicness to
2: it. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Right, just before we do Rushmore, should we do Honorables? Yep, we can. Right, uh, you go first. Right, Moby Dick, which I mentioned. Yeah, Deep Blue Sea. Yeah,
1: this one because it doesn't. It essentially has to do with the sea, but it's not covering it. Free Willy. Yeah, good job. Yeah, Free Willy, and then I had Finding Dory which yeah. I enjoyed yeah, that's it that was me and obviously Titanic as well sorry which we, okay. we, we went through I got a massive list <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't doubt that
2: uh, White Squall which is the uh, brilliant storm movie uh, about the students who go out to sea and then get swept away okay uh, Deep Blue Sea yep Master and Commander Pirates of the Caribbean Mutiny on the Bounty with Marlon Brando this one I really wanted to see this next one The Seahawk with Errol Flynn yeah, yeah, no, yeah, I didn't the, get around yeah. to watching it. I was gutted by that. In the Heart of the Sea was an honorable. Crimson Tide with Denzel and yes, Jackman. Yes, yes,
1: I forgot about that, yes.
2: Das Boot, which is a German U boat movie. It's to be seen. It's yeah. to be seen on
1: mine. My...
2: The Perfect Storm.
1: Oh, good chap, good
2: chap. Open Water.
1: That is that the. Did, no.
2: Yeah, it's the one about the scuba divers yeah, that yeah, left yeah. behind. Mm. Uh, the Shadows. The Poseidon Adventure. Okay. Um Life of Pi. Yep. Captain Phillips. No, I haven't seen that one. Uh it's Tom Hanks doing um yes, it's Somalian it's Pirates. Yeah, Captain yeah, Phillips
1: cast away. Oh of course. Of course. Of
2: course. Sphere. Yes. Sharon yes, Stone, yes, G, yes, 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 yes. uh Samuel L. Jackson and Dustin Hoffman. I actually really enjoyed Sphere. Whale Rider, the Maori movie. No. Mm. That okay. brilliant, mate. Little mermaids. Yes, little mermaid. Little mermaid, yes. yes and yes, yes. one which I'm surprised you didn't put on. Men of Honour.
1: <gasps> ah oh. <laughs> <The> sacrilege. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Look at him. Look at him.
2: Look him. Oh no. <laughs> I knew I'd get you with oh. that. <laughs> you notice I left that to my last Honourable just to really stuff you. <laughs> Look at that face no yeah. no yeah. that's your movie boy
1: I am legitimately holding back tears yeah I am not even joking when I say holding back
2: tears that how do I like to mess with AJ on a Sunday afternoon?
1: <laughs> oh God Oh gosh no yes but do you don't know have much stuff oh anyway. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Move on. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. I'll it, be here all we'll week. <laughs> I can't guarantee I will be.
2: <laughs> I've, oh. I'm going to let you reflect on that while I get a quick water.
1: Uh, Men of Honor is one of my all-time favourite films. It it shows... Uh, I, it feels so unfair to like mention all these other films... Just as a flyby. But Men of Honour is Kubik and Jr. and Robert De Niro in some amazing performances. It talks about racism within the Marines and deep sea diving and just the determination to, to succeed and make it in life. Despite some really bad stuff happening. It's not and scary And you
2: forgot it. <laughs> oh.
1: I, I, I guarantee you, as much as I love Pirates of the Caribbean, that was your number one. Yeah. I thought that was your number one. Oh, man. Oh,
2: I legit thought that was your number one.
1: How did he do that to himself?
2: Rush more time, big boy. Master and <laughs> Commander? <laughs> you mean Men of Honor? It <laughs> I'm reading, I'm reading
1: you that too. Master Man, Commander.
2: No, Men of Honor. You double <laughs> I've done,
1: double done it. What is it The shock. The shock has got to me. Men of Honor. Ah. I feel like Men of Honor should be Oh my days. How did I do this? Right.
2: I'm going to pitch Jaws
1: Jaws, I, I'm down with Jaws Jaws is pop culture Like, I don't think you can talk water By any means and not have Jaws It, would, it, it just wouldn't make the sense Cool So that's that
2: You want to pitch Men of Honour?
1: Right, i You see, pirates Would eliminate, like, your Master and Commanders and all of that
2: Right I'll see your pirates and I'll raise you the bounty you
1: See, for the cast alone For the yeah, cast boy. alone and for the not being seen I could sacrifice Pirates of the Caribbean and I believe Pirates has made it onto another podcast already oh onto yeah it. of course it, it has many Rushmore's it's done many Rushmore's I could work with the bounty I have two that I'm very very eager to see on oh see I feel really bad that neither In the Heart of the Sea nor Moby Dick make it because that's quite an interesting story but hear me
2: we got a I CB think, story already I, now. I think
1: yeah Moana needs her mention.
2: Uh-huh.
1: The enemy below, because hmm. we don't actually touch on anything s- submarine, which is something. Other- and now there's enemy. people screaming, "Dust boards, dust boards!" It hurts me that I didn't get to see it because I know it's an all time classic, and it's on Netflix. And that makes it even worse, doesn't it? But um, I think the enemy below is one of those that. Uh, where do we get the chance to mention this again? <laughs> Dustboard has got that legendary status. Yeah, the enemy below is a interested like tactical and the respect that builds along the way I I, began, I don't know the full story of that book so it might be very similar it might be yeah what was the first one you wanted on? Moana the,
2: the, okay so what the if animation I... that hasn't been given the credit it deserves yeah 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 I'm down with Moana but then I don't want to leave the cove off see, I think how often do you put think, a documentary in the Rushmore? I think
1: something like that needs its exposure to yeah
2: yeah yeah
1: it needs its exposure see the enemy. Yeah, in, especially in this time that we're in. Yeah, especially with the time that we're in. I think. It's I think um, Moana and the well, Cove should
2: be on there. Yeah, not a big argument this week. It's pretty clear.
1: It, it's just the way it goes. Because
2: you I got mean, your classic Monster Siege, Jaws. You got your all-star cast. You got your underappreciated anime. You got your documentary. That covers all. Aspects. It really does. I mean, I don't
1: think we've ever covered all aspects that well. No, if I'm honest. Interesting. Interesting. Any rebuttals? No. Obviously, I just still feel bad about um, (laughs) Men of Honor.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, the official movie Mount Rushmore of Ocean Movies, in no particular order, is... Jaws. Our second entry is... The Bounty. Our third entry is... Moana. Our final entry into Ocean Movies is...
1: The Cove.
2: You're welcome.
1: Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. For anyone who doesn't know that, shame on you, because it is the underappreciated anime. It really is. Moana's tops, man. Moana's big. Moana's huge. I love it. Um, But no, all of those films are really worthy of watching Jaws is I mean Moby Dick is a classic in book but if it comes to film Jaws is the classic monster 100% he is the classic monster so guys thank you very much again if you do want to have your chance to pick our next topic all you have to do is figure out what our next podcast will be and the only way to do that is by signing on to Nico
2: Instagram and iTunes and Silver Screen Dudes on Instagram And Movie Mount Rushmore on iTunes That's the one Please give us
1: a subscribe Comments Five star ratings are appreciated If it's less As I said If you want to give us less More than welcome to take it But do leave a comment below So we know how to interact And work with it To be more to your liking You can't please everybody I do appreciate But we'll do our best To make it inclusive And again The Instagram At Silver Screen Dudes Where you will find The, the big news And obviously Your count to win Great prizes courtesy of Luke Crate and the next topic that the Silver Screen Dudes will be talking about. So until the next time, I am the one AJ Anthony Jordan. I'm Nico Lero. See yeah. ya.